Forest and Wood Products Australia would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was made and pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may also be listening. Hello again, Wood Chatters, and welcome to another episode. I'm Sam. And I'm Georgia. And this episode, we'll be focusing on a new research project that's investigating the potential for commercial Indigenous-owned forestry production in the Northern Territory. The aim of this exciting initiative is to provide the insights necessary to underpin the long-term commercial viability of forestry in the area. These insights will empower the traditional owners to use their land in a way that supports their cultural practices, while providing their communities with a sustainable foundation for economic growth and job opportunities. As commercial entities continue to show interest in the forests of Australia's Indigenous lands, this work will ensure the owners are best placed to make informed choices around any commercial agreements they may decide to enter into. The FWPA-managed research project is being headed up by the University of the Sunshine Coast with support from many Indigenous, government and not-for-profit groups and organisations. Developing East Arnhem Limited, or DEAL, is a not-for-profit that aims to drive economic growth in the region. Sam recently caught up with its CEO, Geordie Bowman, to find out more about the company's involvement in the project. Um, so Developing East Arnhem Limited, or DEAL, was established in 2014 after Rio Tinto curtailed their refining operations as part of their bauxite mine. And the purpose yep. of DEAL was to support the economic rebound of the town of Nulamboy and the region after that significant economic impact, which was about a thousand jobs lost. Uh, so we were set up Boy. to support that transition and um, last year we uh, refreshed our strategic plan and we're really looking to build the sustainable economic future of the East Arnhem region. Could you give me an overview of Deal's work in the region? For a number of years now, one of the main traditional owner groups on the Gove Peninsula, the Gumach people, have been looking at forestry on their country and salvaging trees from the Rio Tinto mine site that are knocked down as part of the mining process. And they've established a sawmill in their community. And I guess we've been looking at how we can support other traditional owners to understand what forest products they might have on their country and off the Rio Tinto mine site. And one of the key things that we identified quite early on working with the Northern Land Council is that we actually don't have a strong understanding of what the commercial value of the forest products here are. So while traditional owners might be interested in, you know, undertaking some forestry activities on their country, being able to provide them with the information to make informed decisions about what that looks like from a commercial and financial perspective, we didn't have that evidence base. So working with a range of regional stakeholders, we were able to develop this project scope to really get a better understanding of the types of forests that we have here, um, the value of them, what products we can make with them, and then what the market is willing to pay for those products and that timber so we can have those conversations with traditional owners and provide them with the information that they need. What stage is the project currently at? 
So we're at the really early stages of, um, of the project. It's only kicked off in, in earnest in the last couple of weeks, but building on the work that's been done in the past. So the pilot site, which will be at a homeland about an hour and a half drive from Nullumboy, uh, will be set up. That's a 200 hectare area. Um, and that'll really be about um, training outcomes for local people in you know, forest inventory, so identifying trees, collecting the data and information about them. And the logs that are collected from that site will be used to send to a research mill in Queensland to better understand the, the characteristics of those products and what they might be able to be made into. And what feedback have you received on the work so far? So as I mentioned, it's in early stages, but we've been talking about this for about 18 months. So supporting the development of the project were a range of um, regional stakeholders and particularly Yungal organisations, so local Aboriginal organisations that are focused on land management and sustainable management of country. Overall, the feedback that we're getting is a lot of positivity from traditional owners and from communities and um, Aboriginal businesses in the region. And I believe the project represents quite an impressive collaboration of different contributors. So I think this project's really exciting and unique for us in that um, it's a truly collaborative process between a range of key stakeholders. So the co-contribution from the region uh, that unlocked the Forest and Wood Product Australia funding uh, was from two Northern Territory government agencies, the federal government, yeah. um, Deal and Gormach Corporation as the traditional owner corporation. Um, so it's really unique yeah. in that sense that it's got great regional buy-in and it's going to be a really exciting opportunity for all of those who are working in the region and invested in the future of the region to support traditional owners to get the information that they need. What involvement have the Indigenous communities of the region had uh, with the work so far? So there were probably two factors um, to this project coming about. One was the Gumach people um, needing to expand the areas that they collect timber from for their sawmill. Um, the Rio Tinto yep. mine, um, as I mentioned, is coming to an end. Um, so they needed to identify other areas that had forest products that they could use for their sawmill. Um, so there yep. was an opportunity there to work with Gumach uh, to look at other places that might have viable forest areas for them to utilise. But equally, we know um, from engagement with traditional owners across the region through um, our own engagement, um, talking about people's aspirations for their country, but also a lot of the regional stakeholders that are sitting on the working group that's supporting this regionally, um, identifying traditional owners who are interested in learning more about forestry um, and they will be able to be a key part of this and we'll be able to support them um, with this information to take forward discussions about whether it's an opportunity that they'd like to pursue. More from Geordie in a little bit, but first, I spoke to Mark Annadale, Research Manager at the University of the Sunshine Coast, to find out more about his involvement in the project. Mark, who was on site in the Northern Territory when we spoke, started by telling me a bit about his own background. I have worked in and out of North Queensland since about 1995. Started working with Indigenous communities on forestry projects. Then I've worked for uh, other government agencies uh, as a consultant for mining companies, but always come back to forest management. What preliminary work took place prior to the beginning of the project? So this project came about to build on a number of years' work, working with the Gumach traditional owners in East Arnhem Land, helping them consider what the options are to sustainably use their forest resources. Uh, We've set up small 
sawmilling operations, the Indigenous communities cut their own timber and we've done a lot of training, so facilitated vocational training programs and then a lot of work on salvage uh, harvest from mining leases. Mining in Northern Australia particularly involves pushing very large areas of forest over, windrowing them and burning them. So the big mine here is um, forecast to close. So what we've been doing for the last couple of years is considering, okay, what are the options post-mining? For example, um, uh, Gumatch have supplied uh, roof trusses uh, into the local housing market. Roof trusses is a particularly good example because it's utilising that salvaged resource and value-adding it with um, quite a few Indigenous employment outcomes. And it is a really good sense of pride for the Indigenous communities because they're cutting their own timber for their own houses that their own people live in. What do you foresee some of the benefits being? One of the biggest benefits that we've already been able to demonstrate here with Gumatch is to supply timber into local housing. It's a similar cost to if you import the, the, the construction products from, say, Darwin. The benefits are Indigenous employment, Indigenous participation, utilisation of local resources, reduced carbon footprint from all that transport of you know, tonnes and tonnes of materials and uh, a whole swag of the, uh, social and community benefits then flow. Uh, one of the things we want to be able to inform government is to say these timber products are far superior to what are being imported for government-funded housing. The benefits are X, Y and Z from a community perspective and we would like the government to therefore, again, make an informed decision to say, hey, we won't fund the transport of tonnes of materials for housing in East Arnhem Land because those materials can be supplied by local Indigenous communities and then that model can be rolled out across the country. Mark went on to describe more of the benefits to local Indigenous communities, including empowering them with information to support informed decision-making around forestry activities on their lands. Uh, what we want to do is provide a means for people to make those informed decisions and understand their resources from a forestry perspective and their values. The forest management associated with um, cutting timber for timber production purposes needs to be combined with traditional forest management practices because Indigenous people here, of course, have been man managing their forests for many thousands of years, but we want to build the traditional forest management and have a combined management outcome to ensure it is sustainable. Mark also told me about the interest he's received from other Indigenous populations globally around this work. Uh, other Indigenous communities in other countries, they're very interested in what we're doing and how, and in a number of uh, places have already started to implement some of these methodologies and starting to get some good outcomes in their respective countries. What is the estimated timeline of the project? Well, it's a three-year project. So with developing East Arnhem, next year they're going to roll out their consultation, looking at a number of industries, including forestry, but to again discuss with the regional communities to understand from them what sort of uh, participation in forestry they would like to be involved in. and. Again, what sort of information do they need to make that informed decision to participate? 
and uh, we, we've identified a site about 150 kilometres to the west, southwest of Nullumboy in East Arnhem Land. And the traditional owners there are quite knowledgeable about uh, forestry. They know their forest country very well. And they've identified an area where they want to demonstrate to the broader Indigenous community in East Arnhem what sustainable forestry looks like. Within this area, we're going to set up a demonstration site. We'll go in there and mark trees, train people in how marking and assessing trees for timber production works. And then we'll do some actual harvesting. Whilst doing every activity, we'll train and build capacity of the community and share that knowledge and information with the broader East Arnhem Land community. And are there any other steps that you're taking to ensure buy-in for this project? This project and the process that we've been going through here for years and in Northern Australia more generally for more than 20 years is that research is critical in support of dealing with all the technical issues. And there are a number of people and organisations that are not supportive of these sorts of initiatives for, for reasons that beyond my understanding. But what we are able to do with those negative views is address them systematically with very good science, published uh, reports and peer-reviewed papers. And we've systematically done that uh, and increasingly published uh, in peer-reviewed journals to address those issues and deal with the naysayers, if you like. That's a really important part of uh, community development. One of the key elements of this project is ensuring the future holds positive and sustainable opportunities for the Indigenous communities of the region. Balapalu Yunupingu is a Gumash elder and director of Gumash Corporation, which is a leading contributor to the project. Mark caught up with Balapalu during one of his recent and regular trips to the Northern Territory to ask him to share his views on the positive outcomes of the initiative for his community. And it's good for the community to, you know, sustain and, you know, help our young, young people work there. So the forestry will uh, give some more jobs after mining's finished and... Yeah, that's what we're looking at. What we'll learn from you and other traditional owners about uh, what's the best way to look after that forest? Yeah, that's the that's reason, yeah. Because the forest trees belongs to the land and belongs to the, to the people, yeah. Yeah, and what about uh, when we cut the timber at the Gumach sawmill and, and uh, build houses for Yonu people in East Arnhem Land? Yeah, that's uh, the other reason. So some of the crowded in the house and some are, and that's the reason so we can build houses for you know, but slowly, slowly. Yeah, mm. so more sustainable sort of housing. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And what about um, uh, like traditional forest management and forestry management to cut timber, put the, the old ways and the new ways together? What do, you, what do you think about that? Yeah, the traditional way of... It's a, a culture, cultural thing, you know. You and the other traditional owners have said that one area is good for... Uh, forestry to cut timber for housing yeah, yeah. and other areas have to be looked after cult for cultural reasons. Yeah, cultural reason. And when we finish there, we might move to another another area when we make our decisions, you know? Yeah. yeah. So with the forestry, if uh, if we cut some timber now and then your grandchildren cut and then their grandchildren oh, cut? Yeah, it's just a reason, you know, future for the new generations. 
And do you think doing forestry is one way to pass on traditional knowledge about management of country? Yeah, the management of the, the, there. We are there to look after the land and the country. So yesterday when we were at Brand Brand, some of the families said that they really want to do forestry so they can build some houses at Brand Brand and, and look after country and work together. Yes, that's our that's whole idea. To be able to make up, you know, business and, you know, we work together. And now a few final words from Geordie. I guess for us, the main benefit is having that evidence base of understanding what forest resources we have in this region and also, you know, what the market for them is. Uh, a lot of people talk about we have, you know, a range of um, forest products here that are highly sought after, but we're also really remote, for example. So, you know, is it going to be commercially viable to fell timber here and get it to market and, you know, produce products that people want to buy? And so we're able to better understand whether forestry is actually a commercial opportunity here for traditional owners and provide them with, you know, the information to make those decisions. Um, and that information, if it is viable, will be used to, um, you know, support those traditional owners in business development opportunities and also expand the existing operations of Gumach Corporation um, and their forest and sawmill activities that are already in place. What an exciting project. It's incredibly important to see a focus on the variety of ways forestry can underpin a sustainable, cultural and economic future for new regions of Australia and the communities that live in them. It's been really great hearing from each of our guests' perspective about this project and the importance of empowering Indigenous landowners by equipping them with economic understanding of their resources on their land. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Wood Chat. We hope you found the episode as interesting as we have. And for more information on current or future FWPA projects, you can head to www.fwpa.com.au.